from Relay FM, it's time for Virtual. This is episode 21. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at Hover, who provide you with simplified domain management. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined, as always, by the only person I would want to make this show with, that is Mr. Federico Vitici. Hello, Mike. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for the nice introduction. I feel like every week you come up with a new great way of introducing me. Which I really like. Thank I like I like to I like to mix it up, you know. Mm-hmm, I just yeah. want I want to prove that I'm not just like recording this once and then just like pasting it in every week. Oh no no, it's really genuine, like the way that you introduce people. I do feel like now I could like just I could just basically cut up pieces from all of the different shows and just paste them in. And, and or maybe you, you could, could never come know. up. Maybe you could come up with a new business idea. Uh, audio uh, introductions for people like you record uh, an audio snippet of yourself introducing someone and you sell their introduction like like maybe like for christmas when you want to send like an audio card to someone and there's actually like a your voice you know wish you merry christmas introducing people that'd be a pretty good idea hi it's mike from real afm (laughs) yes exactly and we wish you a Merry Christmas. I just I just did some very quick Alfred math and worked out that since Relay FM has launched, I've recorded one hundred and twenty seven podcasts. That's a lot. It's a pretty it's pretty it's a lot, right? Considering we're only twenty one weeks old. Yeah, twenty one weeks old. Mm-hmm. Uh what's that in days? Uh, uh twenty one. <laughs> 147 days. Wow. Oh my Already? word. We've been going for 147 days and I've recorded 127 podcasts. <laughs> wow. You're basically podcasting every day. Yeah. I mean, how many how many Sundays are in 147 days? Well, it'd be 21, wouldn't it? 21. So you're doing more than one podcast a day on average. Yeah. Well, because I record uh, six a week. And then sometimes, like maybe once a month, I do Bonanza. Yeah. That show is kind of weird. I listened yesterday. Oh, yeah? It is yeah. weird. It, you it, guys are crazy. Yeah, we're like, it's for the, for like the other 120 episodes or something that I do, right? That one is kind of the one where I just let, let loose a little bit. It's fun. I, <laughs> oh, I a little Bonanza. bit? <laughs> okay, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, everything that I should do. I don't do on that show. So it's like it's the place where like I just forget about all of the things that I should be doing. But what we should be doing right now is talking about video games. And yes. listener Alexandre comes again with some more fantastic follow-up. This I didn't even know existed. Sent me a link to a Nintendo store. You can buy a high capacity battery for the Wii U gamepad. And did it, you did I, you already buy that? I haven't bought it yet, but I'm okay. I'm I am going to. Yeah, I knew this existed. I should have mentioned it. Um, I didn't buy that myself. I still have my uh, standard standard gamepad configuration, uh, but it, it looks pretty cool actually. Um, and I I know because I also saw them. Um, I went to to my local video game store friend uh, owner uh, last week to pre-order Captain Toad. 
he told me Captain Todd was going to come out at the end of January, uh, but he was wrong, and he sent me a message yesterday, and he and he told me that Captain Todd wa- was uh, waiting for me in Viterbo, but right now I'm in Rome. So yeah, because it came uh, out on the second. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, when I went to when I went to the store, I saw uh, a bunch of uh, unofficial uh, gamepad batteries, uh, like battery packs. I think I'm gonna. I could buy one, maybe. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to do it because, like in the, in the like the Nintendo Store page, it kind of just says like it's really easy to change. Mm-hmm. You just unscrew it, pop it out, pop the new one in. Like that yeah. doesn't seem very difficult. So I, you, I, I might give it a go. Do you do you like keep your gamepad plugged in all the time? Well, it's always sitting in the cradle, and mm-hmm. most of the time the cradle is plugged in. Yeah. But not not a hundred percent of the time because sometimes I unplug it to plug other things in. Like I have one of those big power strips. Um, but a lot of the time it is pl- it is plugged in because it stays in a little charging cradle. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you when you play uh, with the gamepad, do you do you keep the uh, like the the charging cable in the game, like attached to the gamepad? Only if the just... battery gets low. Okay. It annoys me because I kind of have to pull it out of the little dock, but but it's you know it's, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, because personally, I even when I'm playing alone, I try to keep the cable like plugged in, uh, just out of fear that maybe, uh, like, what do I know that maybe like some friends come over and I don't have enough room to 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 play, you know, in the in the in the in the cable distance, mm-hmm. and then my battery is too low, you know, just when I'm alone and I, and I have enough space in my in my video game room. Uh, I, I just tend to be always plugged in. Is the video game room in the east wing of TG Mansion? Uh, well, how do how do I can I can I know where uh, north north is? <laughs> I can tell you. Uh, let's see. Do I do I have a compass? On, on my phone? <laughs> I need it. It's, let's see. Let's see how this so, works. So large. Do TG, you know how- TG Mansion actually sounds like a Nintendo game? It is. Yeah, that's Luigi. Uh, there's no. Ghosts here, I promise. So, north. How do I know this? Uh, Mike, I don't think it's east. Okay. It's more like southeast. The southeast wing. Yeah. Uh, which is also my living room. Oh. It's not really a wing. Oh. Um, it's a corner of my living room when there's a couch and a TV and a Nintendo Wii U. And soon a PS4. How soon? I was, I I don't know. As soon as as I'm done with all these other I, house expenses, I feel like for as long as we have recorded a video game podcast, your PS4 has always been coming soon. No, because initially when we were doing directional, uh, I, I was saying that that it was too soon to get a PS4 because I was not sure about the games. Right. But since September, when I got my new place, I've been buying all these other stuff for the house. So I've been saying it's coming soon, but I keep buying furniture at IKEA. So <laughs> if only they sell PS4s at IKEA. I I need to I need to find an excuse to just like um not tell my girlfriend, but also put the PS4 in the living room. Tell her I bought it for you. She's not gonna believe that. What if I just buy it for you? I'm not gonna do that. No, you're not gonna do I'm that, gonna Mike. Do that. It's probably too much. Tell me about some things you found on the internet this week. It's all Nintendo links this week. That's um, a surprise. <laughs> that's a surprise, right? I mean, how could? How, why am I sharing Nintendo stuff? Um, 
So the first one is actually a follow-up to a link that I think we shared on Directional last year. Yeah. Going back in time. So the guy who was working on the Super Mario uh, 64 HD remake, uh, he's been doing some progress on this uh, unofficial remake. And there's a new video in the show notes, which people can find where, Mike? They can find them at relay.fm slash virtual slash 21. So there's a, there's a new... There's progress uh, on this uh, unofficial remake, and it looks gorgeous. The, yeah. um, the guy basically uh, uh, did the Super Mario 64 introduction, like the cutscene with the camera um, showing the castle and, and uh, like the, the garden outside of the castle, and inside, and there's some shots of uh, some levels, and it looks great. It almost looks like a... Like a real Nintendo game, there's just a few details. If you look at the video, that kind of uh, they kind of show like confirm that it's not an official game, uh, but it's really minor stuff. And what this video does, uh, because in the first video that we that we covered last year, it was only to show like the, the Mario 3D model and the jump animations. Mm-hmm. This time, there's actual uh, like enemies and stages, and like it's more complete. And I would really love a Super Mario 64 HD remake, like a remaster for the Wii U. I think it, it would be gorgeous. Uh, not necessarily because we lack Mario games on the Wii U, uh, but just because I think the level design of Super Mario 64 is still one of you know one of the highest points of uh, Nintendo's uh, 3D platformers. Yeah, I, the, I like the video because it shows as well like how it's like a community project because it shows yeah. like all the different authors of, of different parts of the 3D interface and stuff. It's quite cool. Yeah. But uh, did you ever finish Super Mario 64, Mike? No. Oh, okay. I've only it's... ever played it on the DS. On the DS? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't finish the, the 64 game myself. I, I played and finished the game on the DS in Japanese of all, of all things. <laughs> Because I bought my original DS, I I couldn't wait. So I bought a, when it used to be region free, um, I I bought a a Japanese unit uh, because I really wanted it for Christmas. I think it was 2004, so uh, 11 years ago. Um, And uh, and with the the console, um, which my my video game store owner friend, uh, because I, I, I think it was a, Pretty annoying back then. Uh, I was calling him like every day to check on the status of the this imported uh, Japanese DS, and I think he, he he became like he was so frustrated with my with my phone calls. Eventually, he gave me his Nintendo DS, uh, the, like the Japanese one wow. that, that he bought for himself. Uh, yeah, uh, and he gave me his Nintendo DS and his copy of Super Mario sixty four. Uh, DS in Japanese, so I couldn't understand all the menus, and and I remember like the first screen on the DS remake was like uh, there was a there was a menu to choose whether you wanted to do uh, d- d- whether you wanted to start the game or or maybe start the multiplayer mode, and like I spent two hours just trying to understand exactly how I was supposed to start the game. Oh man! But eventually, I, I learned my way around the Japanese uh, uh, menus, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I had a friend, real story. I had a friend who played and finished Final Fantasy VII in Japanese, uh, without understanding a single uh, 
line of the story. Uh, he just kept guessing. So when he finished the game, he had this completely different uh, idea of the Final Fantasy VII story than the actual story. I don't, you know? I don't even... he, he, he basically came up with his own reasons for what he was seeing on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy's crazy. Uh, like, he used to... I still talk to the guy. Um, the guy. The guy used to wake up at night and, 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 and play Final Fantasy. Um, and maybe... It, and sometimes he slept, like, two hours. And then at 7 a.m. he would just... Uh, we were uh, in high school together. He would come to school at 7 a.m. with two hours of sleep uh, talking about Final Fantasy because he, he, like, he woke up at 3 a.m. and played until 6 a.m. Well, what he got... believed to be Final Fantasy. Anyway. Oh, what he... No, eventually he started buying American games. Right, okay. Yeah. And yeah, it was totally crazy. And I remember um, he invited me once because he, he had... His house was... Uh, uh, basically, his parents were out of, ta- were out of town. And he invited me and a bunch of friends. And we were under the assumption, so we were 16, right? We were under the assumption that uh, we were going to party at this place. So we, we bought like, you know, like beverages and that kind of stuff. And instead he, he had set up a Final Fantasy Tactics playover. And so we, we really wanted to, to like to, you know, to invite other friends and maybe drink some, you know, the kind of things you do when you're 16. Yeah. Instead, he had his uh, PlayStation 1 plugged in in the living room, and he, he wanted to play Final Fantasy Tactics. So we, we had to give up on our plans to, to party at his place. He had his own priorities, man. Yeah, yeah. No, he was a great guy. A uh, real Final Fantasy expert. Um, anyway, Mike. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, there's a new... So there's a new 3DS, and we all know that. Uh, what was new this week is that Nintendo is giving uh, the opportunity to buy a new 3DS to selected European Nintendo Club customers, or users, I should say. Um, uh, and they can order uh, a new 3DS Ambassador Edition, which looks great. It's got the original Nintendo uh, Kanji logo uh, on top of it. And... These new 3DSs have already shipped to European Nintendo Club users, mm-hmm. and it looks great. Um, the the same people can also buy, um, I think, a Super Smash ca- faceplate and another accessory. I cannot remember which one. If anything, I mean, I'm kind of jealous because I didn't get access to this uh, to this promotion. I um, looked you were- immediately and didn't. Either. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the email. Uh, if anything, it means that Nintendo has new 3DS units ready for Europe. So hopefully, it's coming soon. Well, you'd like to think so. I, I would like to, yes, because I want to get one. Yep. I want to get the new 3DS. Are you getting one? Uh, I'm hoping to. Like because I, you're I can't still see on the, you're still on the or on the original 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, the 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 3ds. It's the 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 one that it debuted. I got the black one. Yeah, I think I, I think the... it might not have been the like the first off debut one, but you know. Yeah, there's no like we don't know how Nintendo picked uh, these Nintendo Club Europe customers. Uh, I'm assuming it's people who buy a lot of games. Yeah, uh, digitally. Or maybe a lot of people who like buy games in general and just register all the codes 
do, do you do you have a the Nintendo Club uh, like codes in? Yeah, in yeah, yeah. I I set it up after Christmas because I had a bunch of those things, you know. So you just spent like 20 minutes uh, oh, entering man, all the codes. Oh man, it's so long. You have to fill How out annoying every is it? single time. Yes. Why do oh, you have to god. do that? Oh my god, <laughs> I want to talk about this uh, for my for my topic. But good to know that you're that you share my same my same problem. Um, Nintendo Mike also is doing more YouTube uh, tours. <laughs> oh yeah. They're still talking to YouTubers. Uh, this time Miyamoto has talked to this uh, YouTube channel called Smosh Games, and. Apparently, he gave the kind of confirmation that you were looking for. Star Fox is going to be playable at E3 uh, this year. And it is still coming before Zelda. I st- so. still don't buy it, man. Still kind of weird, <laughs> right? I don't buy it. Well, like, or they're doing it, but like it's going to... Maybe they're like, I don't know. Maybe they think it's going to be disappointing. Like, I can't, I can't work it out. But for some reason, like, we're not allowed to see it yet. It's, I don't know, it's still strange to me, Federico, I don't understand it. He's saying that this game is gonna, is gonna use the gamepad a lot. Well, um, you'd hope so. Yeah. You know? <laughs> About time, right? Yeah, a lot, a lot of Nintendo games really aren't taking advantage of it, so. And last, Mike, speaking of YouTube, which I told you I'm doing more and more lately, mm-hmm. since I got that uh, ProTube app for iOS, I'm checking out my my subscription almost on a daily basis. Uh, there's this great channel called uh, Kids React, uh, which uh, shows uh, teens reacting to old stuff. Uh, if you're like in your twenties, uh, approaching thirties, and you want to and you want to feel old, uh, check out this channel. Uh, this week they asked kids to play Mario Kart 64, and to my surprise. Um, like this, the same channel uh, like occasionally shows stuff like old consoles to kids. And I remember we talked about Kids React to the original Game Boy, yeah. And that felt really, really old. Uh, Mario Kart sixty four came out, I think, sixteen years ago, fifteen years ago. So it's it's not really you know recent. It's 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 been a while. And but actually, because the game is still, you know, the franchise is still is even more popular now thanks to Mario Kart on the 3DS and Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Uh, these kids really like they knew how to play the game, and sometimes like they were. They, if you watch the video, they say things. Oh man, why does this work in the, like this way? Uh, because the like Nintendo changed some mechanics of the game over time, but overall, it it's like it feels less old than other stuff uh, Nintendo-related on Kids React. And, like, it's really funny. It's a 10-minute video. Um, I, I, I think Mario Kart 64 looks really weird now, <laughs> uh, especially compared to Mario Kart 8, not just because of the graphics, of course, uh, but there were some strange things, like uh, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, crash into other characters, uh, otherwise you would have taken damage. It's different um and it really shows the kind of progress that you know uh i mean mario kart 8 looks fantastic on an hd tv and looking at mario kart 64 uh, in an hd youtube video uh, it's kind of terrible uh but you know progress mike uh, that's how it works that's what that's what computers are Mm -hmm. for so and that about wraps up my link links mike Uh, Sounds great. I, uh, Should I take a moment to thank our first sponsor? Yes. 
This week's episode of Virtual is brought to you by Hover, the best place to buy and manage domains. It's been my place of choice for years. I recommend it to everybody that I know. I have friends and family members that, you know, they, they say to me, you know, I need to set up a website and I just send them to Hover. That's like, oh, Hover is the place that you buy domain names, you know. They don't even need to know about anywhere else, in my opinion, because Hover make it so simple. It's all fast. It's all hassle-free, and, and I love it. They have great they have great customer support. So, you know, if these people get stuck, if the people I'm uh, suggesting get stuck with something, maybe they don't understand how to use DNS, because quite frankly, who does? They have great customer support over the phone. No hold, no wait, no transfer telephone support they have. You're going to call Hover, and you'll talk to an actual human being, you're not going to talk to like a robot on the phone, like press one, none of that stuff. You're just going to be able to talk to a person. They're going to help you out. But if you prefer to not talk to people, they have great email support. I've used that a bunch. Um, they've been really, really helpful in getting me helping out with some DNS stuff that confused me a little bit. But they also have great guides and stuff on this site so they can, you know, they can help walk you through this sort of stuff. I love that they have all of the TODs that I'm looking for. You know, they have .com, .co, they have .fm now. Uh, but they also have some of the stuff that I like to use to play jokes on my friends, you know, like .sexy, uh, .coffee, that sort of stuff. Uh, They're dot all there. .ceo. Dot CEO, yeah. Yes. The really the really important stuff they have yes. at Hover. They have everything. It's all really good prices. They like their dot com domain start at twelve ninety nine. And you don't have to worry about like a hundred gimmicks you have to add on just so you can, for example, get who is privacy because that's all included for free. Don't forget Hover's valet service. If you want to switch over from your current provider to Hover, they will just take care of it for you for free. So you don't have to worry about all the transferring stuff. I tried to transfer a domain once and got it all locked out. And it's terrible. And it's like they did that the domain registrar that I'd used many, many years ago before I found out about Hover basically just were trying everything they could to not let me transfer my domain away. But Hover, I should have gone straight to them, gone to their valet service. And that's what you should do. Don't make the mistakes that I made. So if you want to sign up for Hover, you should go to hover.com, try them out. I bet you'll love it. Get Make your next domain purchase a hover domain. And you will want to use the code CREEPER at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your first purchase at hover.com and show your support for virtual. So that's CREEPER is the code today. Thank you so much to Hover for supporting the show. So alongside your career in uh, recording um, audio introductions for yep. people, uh, you should also be a professional uh, promo code uh, creator. I feel like I kind of am already. You know? Yeah, but like for other companies. For other companies. Like, the, like a promo code consultant. It takes me so long to think of those. <laughs> yeah, I know. That should be like you should you should monetize that uh, like more. I feel like you really know how to how to come up with brand ideas for brands. I am good hashtag, at branding. Hashtag brands. I am good at branding the brands. So, Mike, uh, this started as a as an interesting link, and because I had many thoughts, you know, I had many thoughts and posits about this. Um, I wanted to make it a topic, and I want to talk to you about a fake app that YouTube user Mario Link Samus, so great username. Um, it's a fake Nintendo app for smartphones. I saw the link on Polygon and uh, I went to to the guy's YouTube channel and it's a proof of concept for a Nintendo smartphone app uh, running on the iPhone uh, with full integration with Miiverse, Nintendo Club, Nintendo Club and the eShop to play free demos of old Nintendo games on, on the iPhone. 
So, and, and like, what's initially weird about the video is that uh, this uh, concept footage is shown alongside audio from uh, True Detective, I think. Um, so this, uh, there's Matthew McConaughey uh, talking about like going back in time. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. Trust me, it makes sense. Right. Uh, it's it, it's a little odd, um, you know, because of uh, Matthew's voice. Like, it's not exactly the kind of voice that you that you associate with Mario and Zelda, um, but it makes sense if you if you listen to, right. to what he's saying. Um, so I wanted to talk to you uh, about this this idea uh, because we 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 talked about um, what Nintendo is supposed to do on mobile and whether they should be doing something, whether they should just ignore completely the App Store and and just keep releasing uh, portable consoles uh, that are different from smartphones and tablets. And because of this idea, I thought. I think it resonates with people um, because Nintendo ba- basically has no presence on 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 on, I- on the iPhone and on Android. They they have like mobile web apps and they're doing like uh, Pokemon trading card games and they have a, an an official Pokédex app which hasn't been updated in a while, as we discussed on the show. Uh, so the real Nintendo stuff, like the real Nintendo games, they don't come out on mobile devices. And this proof, proof of concept, it's okay, it's fake, it doesn't exist, but I think it makes a point. And the point is Nintendo should leverage its catalog of old games, uh, not just on the virtual console, which has many, many problems and many, many inconsistencies, as we also discussed, but Nintendo should use this catalog to to bring all its older games to new generations of uh, of gamers. So uh, younger people and just generally people who don't want to buy portable consoles. My I'm gonna make a few I'm gonna make a few points about this video. Um, first I want to ask you Mike, do you think it makes sense to to release in an ideal world, would it make sense to release all Nintendo games as free demos that you can play for like 10 minutes? In general, aside from the technical uh, specifications, from the control scheme, which I also want to discuss, do you think it, it'll make sense for Nintendo to just go free-to-play? Uh, you cannot buy the real game on, 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 on the iPhone. You can just play for free from 10 minutes, and then if you want to buy the real game, you got to buy a Nintendo console. Do you think that can be like, like some sort of uh, uh, way of introducing people to the Nintendo ecosystem using the popularity of the iPhone? I don't think so. Like like ten minute demos, twenty minute demos, like time demos of old Nintendo games from like the eighties, the nineties, or whatever. I don't think that that well, one. I don't think like a time demo like that makes sense. And two, like I can't see that working. Like I can't see like having a, a, a twenty minutes playing Super Mario Bros. from the NES like as a selling point to get you to go and buy a Wii U. Like I also think that like just in general, it's a bad idea to to put console games uh, on a touchscreen. Yeah, like I just think that that is just generally a, a bad idea. Um, I don't think it works. Like because the control schemes are all messed up. Like you need a controller for this stuff. 
Um, so yeah, that seems a bit weird to me, man. I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a long-term benefit out of a strategy like that. That's a, that's also my main problem because especially Nintendo games, which like Mario games, which tend to be extremely uh, optimized for the the hardware yeah, they, uh, they are, run on. They are one hundred percent dependent on the controls. Exactly. So when you play something like Mario sixty four or Mario Galaxy, they are built for you know for that kind of hardware. But older games, uh, which like only use the D pad and like A B uh, the A B buttons, uh, or maybe like the SNES buttons uh, with simpler control schemes. Um, there are like uh, unofficial solutions to emulate those games on iOS, and they are not too terrible after all. So I'm wondering whether there's a whether I mean there's a trade-off, right? You if you want to emulate a game and you gotta lose some accuracy of the controls, but on the other hand, you would introduce people and you know kids to to old Nintendo games. And I'm thinking, for instance, of the of the, the the article on Medium from Andy Bio that we discussed a while ago. And Andy uh, basically ran this experiment, and he let his uh, his son play uh, old games, starting from the very first consoles uh, when he was really really young. And, and every year he would introduce new consoles and new games to his son. Because he wanted, he wanted him to understand the progress that video games went into, and Andy used uh, original consoles and original games because he he had those consoles uh, around. But I'm thinking maybe other parents, right? And and maybe if you want to introduce your kid to to these new to these new games, uh, either to these old games, I'm sorry, either you use uh, an emulator or you gotta buy an Nintendo console and you gotta use the virtual console, but not every single game is available. So I'm thinking there's a compromise, right? You gotta compromise on the control accuracy for these games. But maybe the benefit of introducing people, I'm, I'm traditionally, I would be against this argument. So I'm trying to play devil, devil's advocate here. Uh, maybe for this, for, like the benefit of introducing these games and these, like this whole series, um, to new generations of kids, uh, it would be like the benefit would 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 be higher than you know the the cost of compromising the control accuracy. I, I don't know. That, does it make sense, or do you think it's just a bad idea because Nintendo is never going to do that? I, I don't know, man. I I really don't know. Like, do you think that older games from Nintendo are needed? To like as some way of like as some sort of introduction to Nintendo, or do you think that Nintendo doesn't care at all about using its back catalog as a way of introducing well, people? They clearly do care because they have the Virtual Console. Yeah, but it's not a f- like I know a it's full... not full, right? But they they have it, and I think if you look at their competitors, I th- I actually think Nintendo do a better job. It could be better still, but like they do a better job of exposing their back catalogue for play, right? But it could be better, but it only works with controllers, in my opinion. Like, And so Nintendo would then, in theory, have to create a controller for iOS, which is also a bad idea. Yeah. Like, it's, that's <laughs> also, also a bad idea, but it's, like, the only way... 
Okay, so this is what I wanted to discuss. Uh, iOS has support for, like, they have a, uh, a Bluetooth and, I think, Lightning controller specification that third-party manufacturers can, can follow to make controllers for, uh, for, for iOS. And the, con- the iOS controllers that we've seen in the past year, um, basically, they all kind of suck. They're all kind of terrible and expensive because uh, using the lightning connector is expensive and the controller quality isn't too great. Uh, so I was, I was thinking if, if there's anyone who can make a decent controller, I think that would be Nintendo. Um, of course. And yeah, <laughs> because they know how to make controllers. And so I was, I was looking at this video of this. I, I don't know why this fake uh, Nintendo smartphone app uh, made me think so much, uh, probably because of the during the general weirdness of the video. Um, but ideally, just for the sake of the argument, if this thing were real, um, imagine using this with with a Nintendo controller for iOS, and imagine maybe some sort of partnership between Apple and Nintendo, not to like to buy Nintendo or to make like the next Super Mario 3D Land exclusively on iPhone, because that's not going to happen. I, I think Nintendo is going to stick to making consoles and stick to making its, like, its first-party games, its, its exclusives on Nintendo hardware. But just as a way to entice people into the Nintendo ecosystem and to use iOS as leverage, basically, um, imagine some sort of uh, collaboration between Apple and Nintendo uh, with a Nintendo controller for iOS. Ideally, that would be pretty strange, but also kind of cool. But I was thinking about this, like, imagine if Apple were, like, to, to put the Nintendo controller in the Apple stores and to sell that controller, every Nintendo were to, like, to launch virtual, uh, virtual console games on iOS. But then again, the problem is that Apple wants you to buy an iPhone or an iPad or an iPod Touch to buy all games. So I, I don't think that it can ever, like, a partnership between... Uh, Apple and Nintendo. Like, I would see Apple buying Nintendo uh, instead of collaborating with Nintendo. Um, Because Apple doesn't seem like the kind of company that uh, collaborates with gaming, uh, like all giants of the gaming industry. Yeah, Apple don't care enough, and I don't think Nintendo care enough. I think it goes like both of these companies should care more than about each other than they do. Yeah, probably. That's 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 a great point, actually. I think it goes back, uh, when Apple is concerned, I think it goes back to a cultural problem within Apple that they don't believe um, games as a, as a cultural medium are important enough. Uh, I remember an old uh, Steve Jobs interview when, when he was saying that, uh, I think maybe it was about, uh, I can't remember if it was about Bungie and the first Halo game uh, because it was supposed to come out on the Mac um, anyway, there was a Steve Jobs interview, and basically this interview, Steve Jobs says, uh, I don't think games are, um, like, um, like they're not comparable to movies and books when it comes to telling a story. Uh, so I, I do think that within Apple, uh, there's not enough respect for games as a, as a modern cultural medium. Uh, and maybe that's the reason why, you know, when you go to the App Store, uh, Apple, like, really wants you to, to play those free-to-play games. Yeah, and they do, other. but they do a good job of featuring indie games, though, right? They do, they do a good job. They've been doing a better job there over the years, uh, but it's just that Apple really, I mean, 
those make those games, those free-to-play games like Clash of Clans and, and you know, uh, Farmville, those kind of phenomenon. Yeah. Um, okay, they make a ton of money. Yeah. They make money, right? And the, the indie game, uh, the, the, the banner saga or the ridiculous fishing, they, they, they make decent money for the developer, but in perspective, they don't make enough money for Apple to, to be only focused on those kinds of experiences. And I think it makes sense for Apple uh, because, you know, Apple is a consumer electronics company. It's not a video game company. They, they want consumers to play well, what consumers want. They have, they have accidentally made themselves probably the largest video game platform on the planet. So, yeah. you know, whether they care about it or not, they're in the business. And it's up to them how they treat that. I mean, so far, they they treat it as well as they have to, not necessarily as well as they could or should. Yeah. So I think after having considered all these different aspects of these, uh, this video, mm-hmm. I think that uh, like the the experiment would be is fun to consider conceptually, uh, but I don't think that a that a that a compromised uh, way of playing old games uh, would sell many Nintendo consoles, and more importantly, I don't think Apple would ever would ever collaborate on such experience. Like I cannot imagine in, in Apple featuring a Nintendo app that lets you play 10 minutes of a Nintendo game, and then if you want to buy the full game, you cannot buy the full game on iOS. You need to buy the full game on a Nintendo console. I actually think timed demos are against the App Store review guidelines. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to do timed demos. Yeah, you will probably come out come out with a different idea. Uh you know, like maybe you play the same level over and over. No, actually, no. You must be able to do time demos because Marco has one, doesn't he? In Overcast. Yeah, there there are ways to work. There are ways around, around it. it. Basically, Apple would bend to Nintendo anyway. I think if Nintendo came to Apple and said we want to do this, Apple and Nintendo would work together to make it happen because they're a big enough company. You know, like I'm not saying that Apple are gonna like do anything special for Nintendo, but they'll do for Nintendo what they do for Facebook and Twitter and Sony and, you know... Probably. They'll talk to a person who will help them through this, the process. What, I, what, what is a bit uh, related to this topic that I also want to discuss is whether Nintendo... Let's, uh, like, let's not talk about the games. Let's talk about, like, the, the Nintendo ecosystem in general. And there are two things that I think Nintendo should be doing on mobile devices. Okay. Uh, the first one is the Nintendo Club experience. Because it's terrible. When you want to add a, a new game code to your Nintendo Club account, uh, and you need to, to, to... I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but in Italy you get this little card inside yep. the, the games, and you got to scratch the... like the, What's the, the name of the material on top of the... Uh, like, you got to use yeah, a Yeah, I coin. don't know what that is. Like, that stuff where you scratch... It's like on scratch cards. Or you scratch it, it's like a little silver thing, and then you scratch it with a coin, and it flakes, flakes away. Yeah, so you need to type the code manually. Yeah. You need to go to a website and you need to type the code manually. And then every time you add a code, you got to respond to a survey of two pages. And you got to say, like, how did you discover the game? Uh, who told you about the game? And, like, your age and how many members of your, of your family are going to play the game? And you got to do this for every single game code that yep. you add. So instead, I'm wondering, why doesn't Nintendo do... Uh, re- like make some sort of uh, iPhone app 
and you just like scan the code and it goes into your Nintendo Club account and you can check on your Nintendo Club account directly on iOS. And you can do like, you, you're not forced to use a website. You're not forced to scratch with the coin and like uh, end up with, with a silvery dust all over your desk. And like, it, I think it makes like, that's the same Nintendo Club experience as like, has remained exactly the same for the past, I think, 15 years, back when it used to be called Nintendo VIP 24-7. Which and is the in- worst name for <laughs> Nintendo, anything yes, ever. Yes. It's, it's like it, you're getting... What like does the, make any, the, it doesn't make any sense. Why is like, it 24... Of course it's 24-7. <laughs> like, what's the problem here? <laughs> oh, yeah. the internet shuts down, sir, at 9 p.m. at night. Like, what's the... <laughs> it's <better>. closed. <laughs> There's like a curfew. A curfew for the internet. Again, I am confident that that is a missed Japanese translation. Like probably, it's called that, it's called that in Japan, and it makes perfect sense. But like here, it makes absolutely no freaking. Or sense. maybe they they just wanted to 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 go with the with the cool and hip oh, right, name, yeah. so they went with Nintendo VIP twenty four seven because it Exclu- sounds like they, they wanted to just carry like a on, club. just carry like on, you're... like VIP twenty four seven exclusive, like. Gold member platinum silver package, like no, because carry it on. sounded sounded like you you were you were like a cool guy going into a club, and, and eventually they actually called it the Nintendo Club, uh, as some sort of continuation. Anyway, I I think the basic experience of the Nintendo Club sucks, uh, and there's smartphone app when you just point the camera at the code and you and you enter uh, the code in your account would be much better. Because I think the Nintendo Club uh, um, as a basic idea is great. Uh, when you have a decent catalog. I recently uh, accumulated enough points to gift myself a, a little nice Yoshi plush toy, which I, I, I which cannot I received. find the way, Federico, and I have followed all of the support documents to register my Wii U. What? It won't do it. Like, I've linked everything together. I've signed into my Club Nintendo account on the eShop, but it won't register the points for me. How's that possible? I don't know. It's driving me crazy. You gotta call Nintendo. I don't want to call Nintendo. No, you you have to because you're getting like f- a thousand points for the Wii U. Let me see. I'm gonna log on now and see if it's done it. <laughs> you don't want to lose those points. <laughs> no. I mean, I've never used it. I, I have like a bunch. I don't know how many points I have now. I'm gonna yeah. find out. And the second... The second um, Part about the Nintendo ecosystem is Miiverse, uh, which is this uh, like weird and corny social network around uh, Nintendo games. So each game has a, has a community on Miiverse, and you can post messages, you can post screenshots, you can post. Uh, I think you can draw on the gamepad on the DS, and you know, in this uh, in this strange. Uh, combination of my love for Nintendo and my passion for iOS automation. I I actually have a workflow <laughs> that that lets me grab screenshots from a 3DS using Miiverse and Python. Whoa! <laughs> yes, that's like two words colliding. Uh, um, yes, I uh, because there's no easy way to grab screenshots from a 3DS. I came up with this idea, which is to post a screenshot on Miiverse and then use a Python script to. You see how my brain works? Like I tend I'm to mix my. I'm kind of scared of how your brain works. In all honesty. <laughs> it's a me versus python yeah. it's like it's like uh it's like um well, what's the name of those two things that they don't sound like they can they belong to each other like uh, like peanut butter and jelly is it like a juxtaposition no 
No, 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 like the American sandwich, like peanut butter and, and pickles. Like, like, what's, like, the first time I read that, like, the Americans make this kind of sandwich, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but then when you, when you read about it, like, people love it. I don't know, like, me versus Python, they don't sound compatible, but it actually makes sense. Oh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the thing now. I have to fill out the survey. So I'm filling out the survey now. And once I fill out the survey, my Wii U will be registered. So I'm filling out a survey. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, yeah, I I have a script that uh, that lets me post screenshots. Uh, I actually, <laughs> when I was playing Bravely Default, I really wanted to I really wanted to grab screenshots of the game. So I kept uh, posting screenshots in the Meverse community for Bravely Default, and then I would go to Pythonista <laughs> on iOS to grab those screenshots and save them. Uh, and Nintendo, after a while, sent me a message that I was sending too many screenshots to to, to the Meverse community uh, because I was you anyway. Uh, <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, like, you reached the limit. Oh, my God. What did I do? Um, but, yes, Meverse. Mike, you always let me ramble about unrelated stuff. Well, I like to hear how your brain works, you know? Thank you. Thank you. So, Meverse. Um, there's, a, there's a mobile web app for Meverse. Uh, I'm not sure whether there, there's a real smartphone app for, for iOS. or if I'm pretty sure it's just a website. But I, I, I think there's like, like I see people talk about Nintendo games on Twitter all the time. And like Nintendo has a full social network for, for, for its games. And there are people, you know, talking on Miiverse and sharing weird stuff on Miiverse. But it's just, it's completely out of the mainstream experience. Like... If you want to see people talk about a Nintendo game, your first thought is not to go to Miiverse, it's to go on Twitter and search for the, for the game, uh, or maybe on Tumblr. And, and I think maybe Miiverse could be a little more... Like, Nintendo could invest more in making it more, like, consumer-friendly or mainstream. Uh, I, I don't know whether, personally, I would be a regular Miiverse user. But I, I do think that it, it, could be, it could be more. It doesn't you know? really entice me. I, I don't yeah. know what I'd use it for, to be honest. Yeah, but imagine if it, if it were like, like I could easily talk to other players with a real-time chat or maybe, I don't know, it just feels like Nintendo's uh, multiplayer online component could be, could be done a lot better. And instead, it's, it's, it's this half-baked solution that kind of exists only on Nintendo consoles. Uh, and on smartphones and tablets, it's kind of there, but it's also terrible, and it kind of leaves much to be desired. Um, anyway, if you want to see the original video featuring True Detective audio, uh, go to YouTube, user Mario Link Samus. There's a link in the show notes. And you can you can watch the video for context and then listen to this episode. And now, Mike, before we wrap up this episode, I think you wanted to talk about uh, a game that you bought last week. Yeah, so I I uh, have played a couple of levels of uh, Super Mario Galaxy, and uh, so the, you already got the game. Yeah, okay. so you, you bought this Prime, on Amazon. Man. Amazon Prime. Okay. You buy a lot of stuff on Amazon because I have Amazon Prime. Once you sign up for Amazon Prime, you buy everything on Amazon. Like I'm, I, I'm about to buy a new monitor. I'm going to buy on Amazon. So real, uh, real time follow up. 
the word that I was looking for when I was talking about the American sandwich and like two things that seem unrelated, it was dichotomy. Oh, dichot- yeah, dichotomy, yeah. Di- cool. Dichotomy, yeah. dichotomy. That's a, I think that's a, it has a Greek, uh, like it's a Greek word. Yeah, I mean. All, Ancient Greek, yeah. Words Origin are really... via modern Latin from Greek. Dichotomia, yeah. And that's my, my classical studies coming back. Anyway, Amazon Prime. Yes, it's great. I love it. Okay. And what about the game? So, uh, playing... So, this is a Wii game, right? So, you, you put it in and you have to go to that weird, like, Wii menu um, and then grab the Wiimote and the nunchuck, which is an interesting thing to play with. I actually don't like the way the nunchuck feels. Like, the, the, really? the, the control stick, I don't like it. Um, mm. I don't know why. I, I'm just not really a big fan of it. I prefer the way that it feels on the on the Wii... Uh, on the on the Wii gamepad, the gamepad. I don't like the. I actually personally prefer the smooth circle than the notched like octagon or whatever it is. I know that some people think that's crazy because like the octagon is like the best thing ever, especially for platformers. But mm-hmm. it's just not my not my cup of tea. Um, playing in SD after playing in HD, yeah, hurts. <laughs> yeah. it, it hurts mm. um, because I'm now used to seeing Mario looking super awesome and now it looks really bad uh, and I'm trying to just get used to it and, and the longer I play like when I first put the game in every single time it's like oh no not yeah. a, you know but then when, after playing it for a bit I can kind of kind of get used to it because this game is beautiful yeah um, which also makes it even worse that it's in SD yeah, though, right? So like a, I can keep going backwards and forwards on it. Um, there's a fantastic uh, artistic direction in the game, I think. Like each planet is is unique. And the colors and the music, I, I think it was... It's one of my favorite uh, Nintendo games. The uh, level design is like nothing I've ever seen before. Like yeah. it's so unique and like... The way like gravity works totally yeah. changes things. Like you think you can run in a certain direction, or, or no, I can't run around this corner, but you actually can because you like you know it's like a weird way that you stick to the planets or whatever. Yeah, like very, it's very very interesting. It's a very interesting game, and uh, I I really hope that they either make it R- remaster, like, the, make the a game. new one, or remaster this one. I think yeah. just this would be a great entry to the the wii u like super mario galaxy 3 like oh yeah it's kind of seems crazy that they haven't done that because a game like this benefits from hd more than 3d world i think 3d world is beautiful but galaxy this one would be insane yeah, yeah. it's it's so much more like i'm very very like uh, the perspective of it is all crazy as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really like that because you're kind of like, am I upside down right now? Like, I yeah, have no that, idea. That was insane. I remember playing the game, and like at each planet, it, it would introduce a new mechanic, and like I remember the feeling when 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 I landed, I guess on on the, on those planets that have like multiple layers. So you go inside the planet because either like there's a nice surface and then you go like 
inside the planet and then you gotta jump on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Um, and the the the, the later stages <laughs> getting get get even like more uh, insane. <laughs> so uh, I think you should keep playing even if, if the graphics. Oh, I'm going uh, to. I, I, don't I, entice you. I would like to finish this. Yeah. Oh, the the final fight is awesome. I really want to do it. I want like I want to do it. I want to finish it. Um, because I want to play the second one. Are the graphics any different in the second one? I'm assuming no. Like it's gonna look pretty much the same, right? Uh, I think so. It was. I think it was slightly more polished. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, like, I'm not being silly. Like I know it's not gonna look HD, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I think you you made the right decision in in getting the first one because the second game is like it's amazing. It's a great game, but the first one is always the first one, right? Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you don't yeah, well, you don't I'm, forget your first love. So. I I went with what you told me to do at the end of the day, so you know, I'm just gonna go for that. Thank you. I I, I am glad that you that you complete your assigned homework, <laughs> even if it required you to buy something on Amazon Prime. Yeah, but hey. Hey, at least you're playing a great game. So it's not like I'm forcing you to to kill spiders in Minecraft, for instance. Yeah. You know? Which I also enjoy. But that's another topic yeah. for another time. But I have Full to mic. I have to say I I am enjoying I'm I am really enjoying it. I'm I'm uh I'm not very far in. I've played like a couple of levels basically. Mm-hmm. But so far I am I'm very much I cannot wait for for the day, like in ten years, we'll 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 sit down and podcast me and you, and we will talk about the next Nintendo console, uh, the portable one capable of running GameCube and Wii games. Yeah, in theory. In theory, that would be insane. Awesome. So after registering my my Wii U, I now have three thousand four hundred and fifty stars. Okay, what can you get? I don't know. I'm, I'm about to take a look. Okay. So please get another another hat so you can you can you can have multiple hats. More more and more hats. So I can get wrapping paper, I can get wrapping paper. Ringtones. Mm. Uh, no, digital wallpapers. Nah. Power up pouches. Mm. And I can get Nintendo points cards. Mm, that's sad. There's nothing really. How many points did you have? I had five thousand. Uh, so I've got a way to go. Or six thousand. I've got three thousand four hundred and fifty. Yeah, you gotta you gotta buy a little more games. Yeah, you need to keep keep going for that. That's a that's a great reason to buy to buy physical games. Well, if they would give you the ambassador edition of the new three DS, it would be. I mean, that's gotta be soon, right? That's gotta be soon. It's gotta be soon. It's gotta got, be soon. I'm not gonna get the XL one, by the way. I've made no, no, no I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the the, the basic one. Because the screen's the, bigger, but I want I want I want the colored. Yes. Uh, yes. Buttons and all the faceplates. Me too. Exactly. exactly. So I am gonna go with like new new 3ds. I'm I'm excited for that. I, I want to play more 3ds games, but my 3ds drives me crazy. I hate how small the screen is. It, it makes me sad. Yeah. You know, I was looking. I was looking at old pictures um, that my mom showed me last week mm-hmm. uh, from like ten years ago, and <laughs> and there was a photo uh, that I was doing. Homework in theory. I was in high school, and I was studying English. There was the English book on 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 the on the on my desk opened, and because I was supposed to study, and instead my mom took a picture. <laughs> I was playing with my original Nintendo DS, and you can you can see Super Mario in in the picture. They're oh, playing cool, instead man. of studying. Yeah, I thought, yeah, mom, 
You see, uh, in the end, it all worked out because I'm, I'm podcasting in English. And <laughs> I'm talking about video about games. About video games. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, the evolution of that picture, actually, it's pretty, it's pretty good so far. So <laughs> It works out. All right, if you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, go to relay.fm slash virtual slash 21. Thanks so much to Hover for supporting this week's show. If you want to find us online, I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, Federico's at Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. And we will be back next time for another episode of Virtual. Till then, bye-bye. Arrivederci.